How's it going guys? In this video we go over all our picks for the upcoming UFC 238 card in Chicago. Feel free to follow us along at home. And for those of you following along on YouTube, I will have a uh, spreadsheet pulled up for you to be able to view. And hopefully I'll have the DraftKings Fantasy card pulled up by the end of the video. Welcome to the Hook J Podcast. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? It's all said and done. I know one thing that I can do. I can fight. I can give it and I can take it. You should have left me over on that other game that I'm from, that more ruthless game where we bounce heads off the canvas and drill them into the floor. You should have left me where I was. The show starts now. Justin, who do you got? <laughs> Can you be a little more specific for the fight you want me to pick? Any of them? All right, I guess we'll start at the uh, the very first one, right? Yep. Who who is that, Jacob? That should be. <laughs> I like how you set that one up. So first up, we have Joanne Joanne Calderwood and Caitlin Chukagan. What was that? Chukagan, Chukiagan. Who do you got? Calderwood on this one. Uh, that's my pick too. I think Calderwood just got a little bit more advantages on her in the ground game. Her striking is good, but I think um, Carterwood's going to put her on her back. I think so, too. I think, I think that's how it's going to play out exactly. Next, we got Bevan Lewis versus Darren Stewart. I've got Bevan. This one was a really hard one for me to pick. I think Darren Stewart's going to pull this one out because I think his striking is a little bit better than Bevan Lewis. I don't know if he's going to get it done early, but I definitely think he's going to get it done. I just think Be- Bevan's going to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to call rounds or anything yet. I'm not too versed in both of them, so I was like, this guy seems cool, and, and went with him. Oh, well, sometimes it's the uh, only thing you can do. It's a gut feeling thing, you know? Uh, the last one on the early prelims is going to be uh, Jan Jean-Nan versus Angela Hill. Who do you have for that one? Honestly, I'm going to go with Jan on this one. I think she's putting together... Uh, pretty good repertoire skills and i think she's gonna be able to beat angela hill angela's honestly never done anything really impressive to me yeah i can see that um i think i think angela might pull it out but i'm not too versed in yon but I'm, I'm gonna go with yon right now i have a feeling next fight we have ricardo yamez versus calvin qatar yep. did i say his last name yep yep calvin qatar the featherweight bout i got ricardo yamez on mine who do you got honestly i think i'm gonna go with the uh the veteran as well, Ricardo Lamas. I mean, there for a minute I was questioning questioning him, but I really think he's starting to pick his pace back up. And I don't think I think Calvin Qatar can can take him out, but I, I honestly think Ricardo's going to get the upper hand in this one. Experience is going to play a factor at some point, and I really think it's um, this fight that Ricardo pulls out his veteran skills on. Calvin Guitar, I, I think Calvin Guitar has more than enough capability of getting it done. I just think in this fight, he's not going to get it done. <laughs> I would say that. As well as my first thought is just the uh, the veteran status of Yamas at this point. Yeah, and he's willing to just stand and bang anytime. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a crowd pleaser and a showstopper a lot of times. And he's been starched, don't get me wrong. He's been laid out. Most recent fights, he's put on a, a very good showing whenever we're... I've doubted him in his recent two fights. I think I doubted him, and he pulled out the victory on both of them. I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to doubt him again, even though I really like Calvin Guitar's last two or three fights I've watched him in. So, yeah, it's going to be Ricardo Lamas for me. Agreed. Man, 
this one's gonna be really hard for me to pick. Um, Carolina Kovalchuk versus Alexa Grasso. I really want to go with Carolina on this, but she's kind of like on a downslope right now. I don't know if she's got other stuff going on or she's just honestly getting bested. Andrade knocked her out. I think the fight after that she lost too, but I really think Alexa Grasso is on her way up and Carolina will be a good gatekeeper for I her think, on this uh, one. I think Grasso's just going to wrestle her. Yeah. To be honest with exactly. you. Exactly. I think is I think going to put her on the ground and I don't know if she's going to get done on ground and pound, but I, def- I think the submission attempt is more likely than the ground and pound. I don't think Carolina's going to have an answer for it. Honestly, I, I think it's going to go that same way. I think Russell's going to take her down and uh, probably try to submit her. I don't think it's going to be ground and pound. I think uh, I think Carolina's going to keep her at bay for a little bit, and then she's going to get desperate. Russell's going to go for a probably a single and uh, smush her up against the cage, and that's how it's going to end. The one thing I'm hoping out of Carolina is she doesn't let that Jessica Andrade knockout really scare her. That was a brutal knockout. It was. Carolina got Start and lights turn off. They didn't come back on for a while. Um, yeah, it was very brutal. She was she was out for a good couple of minutes after they they already did the announcement. Yeah, they were already pulling up the winner in the circle before they got her up. I I'm really hoping that doesn't make her a timid fighter right now until or how much time she needs to get back in the groove. Then we have Aljamain Sterling versus Pedro Munoz. I've got Pedro on this one. I want to go with Aljamain. I'm going to have to go against you. I think Aljamain's putting together a, a really, really good resume right now. I think he did get knocked out by Marlon Reyes on a um, one heck of a knee to the chin. But I think Pedro, even though he's put together a good fight against Cody Garbrandt on his last one, and I can't remember who he fought before that. It was a barn burner. I honestly think Aljamain's going to uh, wrestle him. Hopefully, I would like to see some slick submission again. If anything, I think it's just going to be a ground and pound or a, maybe an arm triangle, rear naked choke. But I, I honestly think Aljamain's going to get the uh, submission win on this one. The uh, last fight on the prelims going to going to send us off to the main card is going to be one I'm I'm really looking forward to is uh, Tatiana Suarez versus Nina Ansaroff. Jacob, who do you got? I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with Nina. Really? Yep. You're going to go with Nina? Mm-hmm. I think uh, Nina is a future champ. You care to elaborate? <laughs> I think Nina is a future champ. I, I, you know, she trains with literally the best woman in the world. She's around there with her all the time. I think that's bringing up her game as of late. I don't know. I was thinking Nina Ansaroff for about a week now, but I really like Tatiana Suarez. I think her wrestling is that next level wrestling. And I don't think Nina has an answer if Tatiana gets inside because Tatiana is very tall. Yeah. For a straw weight. She's very linky. She's got a lot of power. I think she can grab her from range and put her in a very uncomfortable situation. Tatiana, I, think, I believe, is going to be the future champion of the straw weight division. I'm going to call you on that one. Now we're going to uh, disagree on this one a lot. I think. Tatiana is the future champ, and I think she holds I, it for think, a while. I think she. I think this is a possibility. I think she. She can definitely have a strap at one point, but I do think before that, I think Nina's going to get it, just because uh, she has in this fight in, <laughs> in of particular. Because the judges, <laughs> the card's going to be in Brazil. In, the, in this fight in particular between her and Tatiana, I think the experience is going to pay off. Right. I think there's a lot of inexperience in Tatiana's last fight. 
you might not pick up on it just because she was very dominant as far as the wrestling goes. But I think Nina's going to show a little bit more of her, her veteran status, and it will show. She was very good in her last fight. I don't know if I agree with that 100%. I, I do think Tatiana is her wrestling is on levels way above everybody else. and I, But I also think she's kind of like Ben Askren in a way that her wrestling is so advanced, especially for the uh, female division, that her striking is subpar. And she can get outstruck, and she probably will get outstruck by a number of different women. But I think she is talented enough to get inside. She's definitely talented enough, but I, I'm thinking it won't be enough as of right now. Mm. I think she probably needs to develop a little bit more. I don't know, man. Because a lot of people are saying the same thing about Megan Anderson. And just look what just happened to her. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, my official decision on that one is Tatiana Suarez. Yeah, I got Nina. All right. So, so let's so. go to the main card that is uh, kicked off by the heavyweights. So we have uh, Tai Tuivasa, the shoey guy, as Jacob calls him. Yep. Versus Blagoy Ivanov. Which is like the most Russian last name I've ever seen in my life. Ivanov? Yeah. There's two V's in it. Yeah. It's double the Russian. <laughs> double the Russian. Yeah. Who do you got? Oh, man. Ty, I, I love Ty. I really do. I think he's a great fighter. He's just been on a... Um, I was just kind of unimpressed with his last fight. Yeah. Well, he got pieced up by uh, uh, Andre. Yeah, he, he really... God, man, he's got to work on the head. Yeah. No, no, it was... Uh, Arlovsky beat the hell out of him. No, it wasn't Arlovsky. It was uh, JDS. Oh, you're right, because yeah. that was in Australia. Yep. Ty looked... I don't know if it was just, you know, hometown jitters whenever he was in Australia card, but he got pieced up by JDS. And JDS, I mean, I'm not going to count him out. He is a veteran, but, you know, I didn't think he'd do that good against a, a young hammer thrower. And he beat Ty. I think I think Ty loses this one. I think I'm gonna give it to Ivanov. If Ivanov can do the wrestling, because Ty is really bad on the ground. Oh, Ivanov is gonna gonna definitely do. He's a world sambo champ. Yeah, he's gonna get in close and he's gonna. Take as long him as Ty doesn't catch him clean with one of them, because Ty throws some bombs, man. Yeah. As long as he can get inside without taking a hard shot, I think Ty loses. I'm gonna have to go with Ivanov on this one. Yeah, don't I don't want to, but I gotta go with Ivanov on this. I one. think that's exactly what's gonna happen. I think, uh, I think Ty, you know, he's shown as an experience a little bit towards the end of the last fight. He got tagged a few times and he rushed in. I think I don't think that's exactly what's gonna happen. I think Ty, um, they're gonna jab here and there. Ty's gonna throw pretty heavily, and I think uh, Ivanov's gonna be able to grab him, and take him down, and it's probably gonna end on the ground. I don't know if it's gonna be a finish, but I think it's gonna end on the ground. I think if Ivanov can get on top of him, Ty's going to tire out really quickly. Yeah. Same here. I mean, he's got the big guy problem. Yeah. He's got that, uh, I don't know what those guys do down there, but him and Mark Hunt, ground game, virtually non-existent. It's not ground drills. I tell you, that's what they're not doing. Yeah. I think they do it, but I just think they get so tired, they don't do it very long. That's probably what it is. The... Uh, Second fight on the main card is the bantamweight bout between Jimmy Rivera and Peter Yan. Who do you got, Jake? Jimmy Rivera. Really? Yep. May I ask why? Because he's Jimmy Rivera. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go with Peter Yan on this one. I think Peter Yan's been a lot more impressive lately. And 
while Jimmy Rivera does have his veteran status and he's been through the ringer a few times and he's put on good shows and he's he's tested time tested I think Peter Yan pulls it out of here um it's completely possible I just think Jimmy Rivera has um you know he has more experience of course but he's always shown like he is just either a little above or a little below his opponent and you can't really count him out that I agree with but to me he reminds me of um Chad Mendez. Chad Mendez is really good, but can never, never get the belt. Just put it together. Yeah, it's like he has all the tools, but he can never put it together. And I think the same thing that happened with Chad. Chad kind of became like a gatekeeper for the top five. Yeah. And I think the same thing is happening to Jimmy Rivera. How they look alike, too. Very similar. <laughs> and I think they both fight similar games while Rivera is doing really good right now. Peter Yawn's speed right now and accuracy is going to pose a problem for Jimmy Rivera. Oh, definitely. So after that, we can technically say we start off the main events, even though this isn't a main event. <laughs> this is just below the co-main event. But let's face it, this is what everybody wants to watch. It's the Tony Ferguson and Donald Cerrone fight. I can almost guarantee this promises to be a firefight. Yeah. The fan favorite fight of the night, the Cowboy Versus the Mexican boogeyman. All right, so let's get down to the meat and potatoes here. Who do you have? I've been thinking about this all week, and I really want to go with Tony Ferguson. Why? I I don't want to go against Cowboy. Cowboy has this tendency to do three or four really good fights, lose. Three or four really good fights, lose. Tony right now is coming off a win over Pettis. He took some time off, but I don't think he ever lost his rhythm. I think he's been constantly... Trying to get a fight, going through his own things, but I think he's going to come in here hungry. And while I know he can get tagged, I know he can put on be put on the ground, and I know Cowboy is deadly whenever he's on top. Tony is just as deadly on his back. Donald's going to pounce just a little too early, and Tony's going to catch it. Yeah, I've been back and forth on this one for a while, for about since we announced we're going to do this, and. First thought was Ferguson's probably going to put the pressure on him and throw off Cerrone. And I thought if that does happen, Cerrone's going to, you know, he's going to be off. And that that's usually where he messes up at. But on the other side, Cerrone's been on fire lately and he's been able to get in his groove a little bit easier. Even right now I have Tony written down, but I'm going to change it. I'm going to go with Cerrone. Yeah, so I've been a fan of Cerrone since I started watching MMA. So, like, I, I don't, it, it's against my own thought the first to pick against him, right? But then you, you got to just, you, you got to give him a chance right now, right? Like, usually if he's in a groove, if he's he's fought, what, two or three times now this year? Yeah. Well, not this year, but back to back to back, basically. Yeah, basically. And he's doing really well. He's in this sort of like, you know, state of mind where it, where he's, it's his, it's his time is what he thinks. And I think that's going to lead into it. Because if you watch the embedded series and things like that he's not usually when he takes a fight very seriously is when he messes up but he's very in this calm relaxed like flow state and i think that's going to help him i think that's what it is and i think ferguson he's got something to prove i think he's on i think he's on uh you know this this hunger he's got but i think it's going to mess him up i think he's going to overextend i think he's going to hit because if anthony pettis can hit you and wobble you Cerrone, who's got a very developed jab and a good right cross, and he's able to time certain things, he's probably going to hit you harder. 
So I think Cerrone's going to pull it out towards the end. Yeah, this has been a hard one for me to choose. And all the way up until yesterday, I was going to go with Cerrone. Something tells me in this fight, Tony's going to come out a lot more composed than he usually is. And a lot hungrier because he wants Khabib bad. He wants Khabib. He's been calling for that fight for a while. He's been calling for Connor. He's been calling for the top three guys. And while he has a chance with Dustin now, if Dustin doesn't succeed in his fight against Khabib, I think he is on a whole different mental aspect of the game right now. And while he could get chin-checked by Cerrone and that'll be the end of the show, once he gets his back to the mat, we never know, man. Yeah, Especially if Cerrone it's pursues. A, it's a toss of the coin at this point. Yeah, so I, I want to go with... Oh, it's been beating me up all week, but yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Tony on this one. My official pick. There you go. And Jacob, you're going to go with Cerrone. Yep. So going forward, we actually enter the co-main event, which is Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica I. I've got Shevchenko. I'm pretty sure you've got Shevchenko. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because of the volume, right? Well, not and just that. The just accuracy, the, volume the with power. The accuracy, yeah. The fact that she destroyed the last woman. Yeah. And the woman before that. God, man. For the 135ers... She's on a whole different level. Valentina is just undeniable right now. A monster to fight. And I don't think a lot of people want to fight her at this point. I think they want to see the belt change hands maybe before they go for the title run. That's yeah. what I'm hoping at least. I'm thinking that Jessica's going to try to wrestle her, but I don't think it's going to be enough. to. I don't think she has what it takes to get inside her range. Um, if she does, however, it would probably end on the ground. Um, she does have a really, very good clinch. There's a lot of takedown defense and clinch work. But I think Jessica's going to get her. If she can get in that range, she'll be able to get her, take her down. And who knows from that point. But I don't think Jessica will be able to get inside that range. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I see that range being the biggest obstacle to overcome with Jessica. Yeah, getting inside somebody who throws a bunch of volume and throwing it very fast and accurate, it's, it's a challenge, man. And the only way I really see Jessica doing it is Catching her on a slip, maybe, or putting up her against the cage. But, man, even that's going to be hard to do. So, going forward, we have the main event, which is Henry Cejudo versus Marlon. This one's going to be hard for me to pick. I don't really particularly like Cejudo too much as a person, but athletically, MMA-wise, guy is just unquestionably good. I really like Marlon for this fight. I think, I hope Marlon pulls it out. I'm going to go with Marlon on this one. While Andrew Suhudo does have the potential to be the uh, double champ for the strawweight and the flyweight division, I think Marlon's going to present a really, really big obstacle for him as a true 135er. And while Henry's pressure and his wrestling is definitely going to be a problem for Marlon, Marlon strikes hard. And he hits hard. He's not TJ. Yeah. Uh, I do think... Or rather, yeah, I, I do think he strikes pretty hard, and I, I think that's going to be a big factor. However, I'm going to go with Cejudo on this one. Uh, just because I think his speed, and he's not going to have much power, right, against a, a Bantamweight as he would against a Flyweight. But I do think his speed, his reaction time, and the game plan going into it are going to be uh, far superior than what Marlon's going to be coming in with. I think uh, his coaches and his game plan, uh, you know, they've come together 
twice in a row that were almost perfect. Uh, he saw everything TJ was going to do, hit him, and that you know finished him right there. He was able to defeat DJ uh, as much as a lot of people are upset about it, but he did win, and he was able to take him down quite a bit in that fight. He may not have stayed down for the long, but he was able to take him down. He was able to work his game plan. So I think going into it, he's not going to really fall for Marlon's tricks. Marlon likes to have the other guy, like, bait a guy in and react to him. I don't think he's going to try to do that. I think he's going to try to keep it a distance. Jab, jab, try to frustrate Marlon because he knows Marlon, especially at the early part of his career, how he got all those losses, those five losses, was because he would try to rush in and finish it right there because he was very much like, I'm going to go do this. He has, since then, since his last loss, he's kind of been more patient. So I think what's going to happen is Suhudo's going to frustrate him get him really frustrated, Marlon's going to come in, and then he'll probably take him down. Or if Marlon comes down for a uh, takedown, he'll get him in a guillotine and be done right there. I, I think it's going to end on the ground. I think is going to get the best of him on the ground, essentially. Yeah, I mean, if it goes to the ground, Marlon is in the world of trouble. Yeah. Unless he's some... You know, fifth degree black belt and BJJ on the ground. Which we don't know. He's Brazilian. Yeah. That's possible. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows, right? And he's got wrestling acumen that we've never heard of. We just don't know, man. Henry Cejudo is undeniable as a grappler, as a wrestler. If if Marlon can overcome this, then we know what Cejudo is really capable of. And I'm really looking forward to seeing if this exposes... Cejudo. So that's going to wrap it up for our UFC 238 picks. Don't forget you can follow us at HookedJP or at HookedJustin on the Twitterverse. Like, add, subscribe. If you like the video, I will be posting up the DraftKings should already be up at this very end part of the video. So enjoy that. And hopefully we'll get back to you next week with our results, guys. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Hook J Podcast. Podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's show. See you next episode. Sometimes you've got to do what's right for you and not do what's right for everybody else.